0: Being brave isn't superheroes, it's it's being scared of something and doing it anyway. Welcome to your online coffee break, where we discuss bite-sized topics that inspire, educate, and entertain. Here's your host, a software innovator, award-winning marketer, and astronomy and space buff, Chuck
1: Fields. Hello, thanks for joining us today for your online coffee break. Today I'd like to welcome to our show my special guest, Carrie Byron. Carrie is best known as a host on Discovery Channel's Mythbusters, but went on to host and produce other TV shows including The White Rabbit Project, Thrill Factor, and Positive Energy. She's about to release her new book called Crash Test Girl. I've invited Carrie to join us today to discuss her book and how she transformed from a working artist to her not-so-typical dream job, which includes wiring explosives, eating bugs, and dazzling audiences with spectacular demonstrations of science and engineering. Welcome to the program, Carrie.
0: Hi, thanks. I'm, I'm happy to be
1: here. Oh, it's our pleasure to have you here. Carrie, in your upcoming book, Crash Test Girl, you mention how the scientific method is the perfect tool for solving life's everyday problems. Can you tell me more about that?
0: Well, Honestly, when we did uh, Mythbusters and every science show I've done since then, mm-hmm. we learned pretty quickly that the perfect narrative for for uh, finding a myth plausible or busted was to use the scientific method to analyze. And I realized that I kind of unwittingly had been using the same methodology my entire life mm-hmm. to solve any problem. And... Um, I just kind of put my own spin on it. Instead of experimentation, I'm more crash test into things. I'm a little, <laughs> um, I'm I'm more of the type of person to jump in headfirst and deal with the consequences rather than plan out
1: <laughs> too much. I can imagine you strike me as that type of person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, even to get my job at MythBusters, you know, I I kind of just walked into Jamie's shop with a portfolio and just just forced my way in there to see what would happen. I had no idea it was going to lead into a Mythbusters career. I thought I was going to try to get into special effects.
1: Well, see, that's why that was amazing, because I mean, I know you, your career, you started out as an artist, and I always thought that was a neat story, that you just kind of walked into Mythbusters, that you wanted to get there. So it was special effects that attracted you to the show, and... Uh Man, it's just amazing because that that, that decision right there and that determination for going in and wanting again on the show to eventually becoming a host of these incredible television shows. It's amazing what you did.
0: I don't know if it was amazing. I I feel like I have a little bit of right time, right place, luck on my side as well. I definitely worked really, really hard, but I have been afforded some amazing opportunities.
1: Well, let me ask you this. You know, I'm obviously a huge fan of Mythbusters and I know a lot of our listeners are too. Is there a behind-the-scenes story from your book that you'd like to share?
0: Um, I have so many behind-the-scenes stories, and in fact, you know, maybe I could leave the book ones. If you want other ones, I could probably give you something that didn't even make it into the book. if Oh, you that'd like. be great!
1: Sure, we'd love to hear that.
0: <laughs> um, what's your favorite myth? <laughs> um, I was just—I uh, was on Twitter this morning, and people were asking me about um, some old shark myths, and I was just kind of cracking up laughing because Shark Week always. Because it's such a weird thing to test, we always ended up coming up with very strange methods for testing it. And Shark Week was the first time I really jumped off with Jamie and Adam on my own and started to really become a host because they took me with them to the Hamas. And uh, one of the first myths that we had to test was um, whether punching a shark would Make it right. mad, and it would go away instead of attacking you. Now, to do that, you know, none of us were going to jump straight in the water and just punch a shark because,
1: yeah, well, obvious I mean, I don't, Do I need to explain? Yeah. <laughs> so no.
0: we wanted to create a controlled experiment. So we we took Buster and we um, Jamie made this amazing punching rig with pneumatics so that the the shark would get punched, and we we filled a wetsuit full of just really gross bait, all sorts of chum. <laughs> But uh, the funny part for me was that we had to figure out the fists. They needed the right durometer, so it felt like a fist. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to be the right shape. And um, we were thinking, where could we find fists? <laughs> so Where does one find
1: fists? You can't really go to the dime store, I guess. I don't know.
0: Right? So, you know, luckily we live in San Francisco, and there's a place called Mr. S. Leather. Okay. And they sold novelty fists so um jamie and i went on a very uncomfortable shopping excursion to it was an s&m store and walked around the shop looking for the right durometer fist and they had an entire wall of them and i remember just both of us blushing so intensely trying to buy these things and explaining why we needed so many of them to the shop owners.
1: that is strange on so many levels and you're getting paid for so this too that's amazing. even more incredible
0: I know. I remember walking in there. I'm like, this is a shop I would have never ventured into, but Hey,
1: why? wow. I've had some weird <laughs> jobs, but nothing come close to that. Nothing at all.
0: Oh my gosh. Especially like, Hey, get to know the boss, man. <laughs> come on, Jamie. Oh <laughs> Let's my God. Take an excursion.
1: <laughs> now he's great. That's one thing too. I, I, it, obviously, you have a very close relationship with Tori and Grant and Jamie and Adam. Do you, do you keep in touch with Jamie and Adam? I know you uh, have toured recently with um, Tori and Grant.
0: You know, Jamie I had lunch with just a couple weeks ago. He's very busy doing secret projects for
1: secret, project.
0: secret mm-hmm. agencies that involve things that I'm not allowed to talk about but okay. um, are amazing.
1: <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> Everything you guys do seems to be amazing, so that's for sure.
0: Right? You'll walk into a shop one day and there'll be just like some sort of tank. You're like, what are you doing? Are you kidding me right now?
1: <laughs> Let me ask you this a little switching gears. I saw that you had a cameo on the Orville TV show. last <laughs> fall.
0: I love yeah. that show.
1: What was that like?
0: Uh, you know, I would love to say it was super duper fun, but I was an extra and kind of incognito. Yeah, so, you were hard <laughs> the, to recognize, that's for sure. The first couple hours were super fun in all of that makeup, but those, man, the people that play those character actors, they worked so hard. After, like, the twelfth hour of wearing that heavy headpiece, I mean, I had... 12 I hours? had. A, wow. Oh no! It was even longer. When it hit the twelve-hour mark, is when I was like, "Oh my god!" I couldn't how do you imagine guys wow. do this for like you know a, a day rate and then just like appliances glued to our faces and so much makeup and it itched and it was hot and it was wow. it was awesome because I got this, all this behind the scenes stuff and I got to see everything that was going on and I got to get my makeup done by um, Howard Berger and his team. Mm-hmm. Which um, do you know Howard Berger from K B Studios?
1: Yeah, and and actually he was a friend of yours wasn't he? Is that how you got onto the be able to do that
0: that is we had okay. all you know tori and i have, have been friends with him and we're always teasing like hey we want to come beyond walking dead Could we be zombies and he <laughs> called see. us and he's like hey you guys want to be aliens like yes yes we do that's the best part about this like i've just enough fame to have a lot of really cool friends
1: <laughs> you do let me ask you this do you believe in aliens
0: do I believe in aliens? Yeah. Not in the form that can maybe come down and talk to us? Because I okay. feel like if I'm kind of with Stephen Hawking in this. If if they if there were were aliens coming down here, they would dominate us and we would be their pets.
1: So I think I, I, I tend I, to agree with that too. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this SpaceX. I, I thought this was a really cool, you know they launched a Tesla recently in Starman. And uh, Mm what do you think of that? Uh, It sounds like, you know, it was Elon trying to bust some myths of his own with that one, do you think?
0: You know, I am such a fan of anybody that's going to do any sort of research that brings us closer to space. And I love that the private industries have taken over Mm -hmm. the mantle because, you know, NASA just, they need more money. I mean, if we didn't try to go to the moon, how many inventions? would we not have today? I mean, it's it's incredible how, what the research can find for us, just in small ways. I mean, even even the Tempur-Pedic I sleep on at night came from research from going to the moon.
1: Right. Yeah, the NASA spinoffs are incredible. What we get is so much greater return on that. You know, but I think I think maybe you, maybe Grant and Torrey should write on a future SpaceX mission. How's that sound?
0: I'm in. I'm never saying no to an adventure. I would I'm, love to see that episode on TV. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Of all the testing you've done for TV, what was the best? What was the most intriguing thing you tested?
0: The most intriguing test, should I say, motherhood? (laughs) Motherhood, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Um, You know, we we. It's really hard because we do have you know decades of experiments, and you know, beyond MythBusters, I've done a lot of different science shows, even travel science shows with Tori on the Travel Channel, and Mm -hmm. it's. It's kind of just keeping that curiosity alive and whatever we're presented, we jump into and, and find the, the wonder to it. I mean, whether somebody asks me to research cow farts or space travel, I'm going to be very excited about it. And I, I think that's why this job has always kept me a little, a little um, I don't want to say immature, but kid-like maybe.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, you've got to have the curiosity to, to want to find out the answers to these things, no matter what they are.
0: I've been lucky enough to have a career where I can tap into that on a daily.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you do on that. And speaking of motherhood, I, I know that you have a daughter. Is is she into science? Because I, I keep thinking, you know, what are science fairs like at the Byron household? <laughs> I, I uh, just couldn't imagine. I mean, does she probably always win first place when she joined a science fair? I, I just can't imagine what how that would be.
0: Well, she's only eight right now. So, okay. the you know, the, it's... We do get to do a lot of fun stuff every now and then. A little liquid nitrogen or dry ice is her favorite, just because there's that wow factor. But uh, you know, oh yeah, she's definitely finds it on her own. She takes all sorts of science and coding classes, and she's obsessed with wow. Minecraft. And it's 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 all it's all her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I, I do think you've inspired obviously lots of kids, both boys and girls, male and female, of all ages. You know, for pursuing a career in the steam field. You know, science, technology, engineering, arts, mathematics. You made a huge impact in that field. What would you like to be known for?
0: I, you know what? I'm, I'm a, I don't care what I'm known for quite honestly, as long as I'm having a good time. I just want my, my kid to know that I loved her and I'm a good mom, but everything else is gravy.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to discuss about your book?
0: This book came about with a crash test. I was actually, this is a weird story, but I, uh, after a talk one night, I was in a bar with Howard Berger from Canby, mm-hmm. uh, Emily Calderalli, the space gal, uh, Homer Hickman, who wrote rocket boys and Thomas Bill Dolby, who, you know, in the, oh, yes. he had that, you, you know, he's a musician right. and we, we were all kind of telling war stories and having a really good time. And Homer Hickman's like, you should write a book. I'm like, no, you write books. Books are hard. I could never do that. He's <laughs> Like, no, you should write a book. And he basically double dog dared me into writing a book. And right. I went home and I was like, no, nah, that's scary. I, that's just too much. That's too much vulnerability. That's too hard. And then. I was explaining my to my daughter something. She you know, we were talking about being brave and i, I remember looking at her and saying, Well being brave isn't superheroes. It's it's being scared of something and doing it anyway. And then afterwards I walked away I'm like, Oh damn it.
1: Those are now good I gotta words.
0: <laughs> I gotta write a book because I'm scared to and I have to do it anyway because my journey through life has been trying to figure out how to be brave and the best way for me to do that was to crash test it, was to just like jump in, even though I'm scared, try it and then see what opportunities present themselves. So I decided to write this book for girls and and guys who are just kind of getting to that point of their life where they need to learn to be brave and make their lives for themselves.
1: Oh Carrie, that's wonderful. I love the title and I honestly cannot wait till the book comes out.
0: Well, pre-order it now. It's, it's out there. <laughs> that's right.
1: There's all our a- listeners have pre-ordered it, and I'll put a link in the show notes for this. Carrie, again, thank you so much for um, joining me today. It's, it's quite an honor to speak to you. Really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Chuck. It was fun. You can pre-order Carrie's new book, Crash Test Girl, at your favorite retailer, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Books A Million. For more information, visit her website at carriebyron.com. Well, that's all we have today for your online coffee break. I truly hope you found this episode helpful and appreciate your feedback. If you know someone else who could benefit from this information, please share this episode with them or send them to OnlineCoffeeBreak.com. Thanks again for taking your coffee break with us today. See you next time.